Support for podcasting on KBIA comes from Boone County National Bank. We know you're in a hurry. That's why we have 16 banks and 23 ATMs all over town. No matter where you are, you'll find a Boone County National Bank to serve all your financial needs. Plus, with online banking, you don't even have to leave home to manage your money. The most convenient bank in town, and a friendly smile, too. That's Boone County National Bank, member FDIC. Visit us in person or online at boonebank.com today. Good morning and welcome to Radio Friends on Wednesday, August the 6th. We've got a young lady with us today who has been a, a very important part of this community for well over 20 years. Peggy Kirkpatrick. Everybody knows Peggy Kirkpatrick. Welcome to Radio Friends, Peggy. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Executive Director of the Food Bank for Central and Northeast Missouri. And it uh, was announced, what, a couple of months ago, you're going to be leaving the That's food correct. bank. At the end of the year. That's correct. Yeah. What are they going to do without you there? Find somebody better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're going to find anybody better because you are, you have just put so much of your heart and soul into that organization. But there comes a time in everybody's life when you feel you need to make just a little bit of a change. But the part of the food bank will always be with you. Oh, absolutely. You don't yeah. invest that much time and not carry exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're here to talk about score against hunger. I am. I want to educate people. If they don't know about how awesome our athletic department is at the University of Missouri and how awesome our football program is, I want to tell folks about the 20th anniversary of the Missouri Tigers score against hunger. Started in 1995 under then-head coach Larry Smith, mm -hmm. and it was a concept that football fans or people who want to help feed hungry people make a pledge for every point the Tigers score. And over the years, that has raised, uh, well, in 19 years, it's raised $7.2 million in cash and in-kind donations. $7.2 million? Yes. Yes. Now, when you say seven point Two million dollars. How many pounds of food have you been able to purchase with that? With that, over the years, it's um, 108 million pounds of. No, that's not right. It's more than. Yeah, it's 108 million pounds of food. It's about 36 semi loads that's of, amazing. of food. It is. That is amazing. And the thing that folks don't realize, also, if they've never heard of this program, is that. It's also, as far as we can tell, the only program of its kind in Division I football in the NCAA. There are rivalry games where, you know, they raise food or money or both, but it's one game. This is an ongoing campaign for the entire football season. All right, so how does it work? People sign up for it? Well, they can make a pledge for every every point the Tigers score, and we have pledge cards. We have a major donor component, and there's different levels of, of giving, anywhere from um, a first in 10 club member, which is a minimum of a $1,000 donation. Then there's Top Cat, a $3,000 donation, a Super Top Cat, which is 10000 and the All-Americans are 20000 and above. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's everybody coming together. And what folks don't realize is that there are other food banks in the country that have wanted to do this program with their athletic departments and, and their football. And they've not been able to. No, because they're either the athletic director, the head football coach, or their board of regents or their board of curators won't allow it. Well, that doesn't make any sense. 
Well, the way they're looking at it is those people could donate $7.2 million to my football program or athletic department. But what they don't understand is the goodwill it's, it's of course. fostered and um, the incredible generosity of of that university, that athletic department, and the football program. Well, it makes this university look very good. And that's what I'm trying to tell folks is that this has been one of the best kept secrets. And we're working very, very hard to try and garner some national attention. You know, with the SEC Network um, debuting this fall, um, I'm hoping that uh, they will want to have some um, other kind of special interest pieces. Mm -hmm. And this is some way that we can toot the horn for the athletic department and the football program because Mike Alden and Gary Pinkle won't do that. It's just it would be. It would be very disingenuous of both of them to say, look how great we are with, with what we're doing. So you're going to do this before you leave. That's my last thing. It's my last drop. <laughs> All right. But you know what? If people want to help out with the food bank, score against hunger, or they want to make a donation, let's talk about how many people you are assisting. How many people are you helping in our area? Well, we cover 32 counties in central and northeast Missouri. We partner now with 130 uh, food pantries, soup kitchens, shelters for the homeless and the abused, uh, low-income children's programs, senior programs. And now we're in um, 141 elementary schools, middle schools, and early childhood learning centers. We're helping thousands of people. We're helping, in answer to your question, took that long route, um, over 100,000 people per month. 100,000 people. Over 100,000 people. And it's monthly. And you know... When you realize this, you see how fortunate we are, the ones who are not asking for assistance. We're very blessed. But you never know when the tide could turn on you. And you may have to go to the food bank or a food pantry and say, could you help me out here? I've got kids Mm -hmm. who need to eat and Mm -hmm. I can't afford it. You never know. That's right. As a matter of fact, with the recession when it started in in uh, 2007, 2008, um, and they keep saying the recession's over. We're not seeing that in central and northeast Missouri by and large. Um, But more and more people who are in situational poverty are coming to food pantries. What situational poverty is, Paul, they have the education, they have the life skills, um, to be self-sufficient, not need the food bank, but a situation like they lost their job or um, catastrophic illness or even a divorce can cause someone to be in situational poverty. That situation gets reversed. They don't need the help anymore. But that's what's um, really growing the numbers right. in right. people needing assistance. If, uh, if, if you can help out, if you're listening to us and you feel that you can help out, you can do it. Many different ways. You can make a donation of food or you can make a donation of cash. Or uh, just volunteer. Or volunteer right. at the food bank. But uh, if, if you have to take the two, you take the cash because you can buy a lot more uh, food that, with, with the cash, can you? Well, we, with $1, we can get 15 pounds of food. But I always say, where's your heart? Where's your comfort level? Because some people, if, if they've never experienced the food bank or... or um, have a trust level with us, they they know if they give me a can of corn, I can't go to Tahiti right. with that. So. You can trust the food bank. What's the telephone <laughs> number? 
1-800-764-FOOD. Uh, uh, if you need more information or you want to donate or you want to volunteer. Right. right. Okay. Thank you, Peggy Kirkpatrick, for coming by. Please Thank come back you, and Paul. see us again. I will do it. All right. Tomorrow we're going to chat with uh, our good friend Brian Cottle and his wonderful wife, Amelia Cottle, about Alzheimer's. See you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us. Our program directed by Travis McMillan, uh, audio of Pat Akers, floor director Lowell Thomas, and our assistant producer, Uncle James Mouser. Bye-bye.